Let's talk about first impressions when you read this RFP from the New York Times. Mine was, what the fuck is going on here? Why are they doing this? Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. I think it took my brain a while to to think through how would this win? Like, like what's the scenario where this works and wins out over a free great thing like I shouldn't say great, a free thing like Apple Podcasts or Overcast. Um, and we got, I, I got there anyways. I, I, I quickly came to a couple different understandings of how it would win. One is the New York Times has a whole, there's a whole persona out there that, that loves the New York Times and just sort of um, lifestyle wise identifies with the New York Times as a brand and would pay for their taste and their curation. Yeah, for me, I was thinking about kind of the ecosystem of podcasts and the players that are out there. Like, why would I start using a third party player over what I get for free with Apple Podcasts, aside from the fact that it's not a very good player? Um, and I think a couple ideas stuck out to me the more we started to dig in and talk and think about this space. And the first is the curation, the unique voice of the New York Times connecting me with content that I might not find otherwise, maybe connecting me with viewpoints that are different from what I have, um, giving context to things that are otherwise a nameless, faceless podcast that is kind of a big commitment to get into, like editorializing or uh, directing me towards something that I might not otherwise find on my own. Uh, why should I listen to this? And the second thing is how big podcasts are, and they are a big time investment to get into. So how can we make them more shareable, more consumable, easier to digest? Um, thinking about some of the things that are happening in video right now with uh, bringing, sending people a particular moment in time, like clips of videos, um, adding context to things that you'd otherwise have to sit through an hour-long video or an hour-long podcast to get. I think are two really interesting spaces mm -hmm. where when you think about what the New York Times could do for podcasting, you can see so much potential beyond table stakes. I think the, the understanding we all kind of came to is there are at least two exciting uh, thoughts here. Uh, one is the New York Times has its own curation that no one else has and that is it's easy to imagine people wanting. The second is the shareability of, of podcast content, um, maybe maybe thoughts smaller than episodes, isn't a thing in, in the world. You can only share episodes or entire podcasts, and that's just not immediate enough. And so the, the idea of changing the way podcasts are shared and having this, this uh, curation that no one else has feel like great reasons for this for this thing to exist and, and for it to be a winning proposition.